Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Stephen Ross Podcast, sponsored, as always, by our girlfriends at Z1 Media Pro. Get up on live stream in the state of New Jersey for high school sports. One wish you all Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays as we talk about another week in prep athletics. The wrestling team started off the regular season in successful fashion with a try victory over a top five ranked team in the state of New Jersey and Faith Christian Academy. Swimming also continued their hard start by defeating state-ranked St. Joseph Matuchin. Basketball started off their county play, and fencing competed for the first time at the barn, and also got their first victory of the year as well. So a lot to talk about, but also we're going to reveal who won this week's Marauder Player of the Week award, and reveal some new candidates for the award next week. We can always be found on any of your listening devices. You got Apple, you got Spotify, you got Anchor. You name it, we are there. So be sure to follow us on social media at SOT Marauders to see all of our exclusive Marauder content. As always, I am your host, Renato Rodriguez of the class of 2010, alongside, once again, nobody. Ben's on vacation. We got nobody else. So I'm going to be filling in to talk about everything that happened with your Marauders. So, as always, let's talk about the news of the week. So, as always, make sure you download the app today for all of your Marauder coverage. You're talking about live streams, schedules, texting service form. Again, that's going to be open all year long. Play of the Week voting in particular. I know a lot of people are interested in voting for Play of the Week. And much, much more. And again, it's going to be right on the app. It's not in the store, but it's, it's a one-stop shop for everything Marauder. Make sure you download the app today by clicking the link on a social media profile at SOT Marauders. Also, with the basketball season on the way, you also want to make sure you have Game Changer downloaded as well. That's going to be where I'm going to be posting all the stats from the games. So make sure you go on Game Changer to get all those updates live from each basketball game for this week's games can be a little different. I'm not going down with the team to Maryland, so I'll be watching live stream and trying to do the stats at the same time as well. See how that goes. But always make sure you like and subscribe us on YouTube at SOTM Network. The great thing about the network is you get to see the highlights from the basketball game this week against Memorial. We get to see this video when it comes up as well, and it goes well on the app. So, first thing you see in the app is the videos that we produce. So, make sure you be the first to know when we post videos by liking and subscribing at SOTM Network. So, NJ Athletic, my guy on Instagram, made his All-State team, NJ Athletics. And a lot, a lot of great candidates. You know, we had quarterback Champ Long as the first team. 
Kenya Massey as a second team. Jaden Bonsu, also second team on defense. With Zion Fowler, Eric King, and London Robinson as honorable mentions. So, congratulations to those guys for that. And also, talk about quick news. We had some signing day coverage at Jersey City. You know, we knew where most of the guys were going, right? We had Jaden Bonsu. We know he's going to Ohio State. London Robinson going to Princeton. Champ Long going to Maryland. Eric King to Temple. But there was one more decision that had to be made on signing day. And it was Zion Fowler, right? He decommitted from Pitt just before the signing period had started. He's been committed this in junior year. Had some second thoughts. And we had two of my favorite reporters of high school sports. Ryan Patty of NG.com. Jake Cook of Jersey Sports Zone. So, we'll see where Zion is now going to go. And the thought process behind his decision. Jersey question of thought. Uh, I decided that the, um, the University of Pitt uh, is and has always been uh, the best place for me. I want to sincerely thank uh, Coach Narduzzi, Coach Underwood, Coach Ignetti, Coach Salem for believing me throughout the process and giving me a tremendous opportunity to present a great program and institution. Thank you. Um, you know, over the weekend, um, my family, uh, we just took extra time, you know, just thinking. Uh, you know, I've been committed for some weeks now. So, really, over the weekend, I really made my decision. You know, I really spoke with Underwood, uh, Coach Narduzzi, Coach Salem, Coach Signetti. Uh, those group of guys right there and Coach Salem, you know, those group of guys right there, especially group of guys right there, you know, they always believed in me since day one. And um, we just rekindled and we came to an agreement that, you know, Pitt has always been home and will remain home for me. So, you know, I just had to re- make that decision. You know, that's, that's great, you know, that obviously, you know, I have a home to go to, um, that, you know, I have a school that fully supports me, fully believes in me, and they uh, just trust in my talents. So, you know, that's, that's really, really good. You know, I'm just grateful to be in the opportunity that I am, and I'm just ready to come in and work, and let's get to business. So, congratulations again to all of our seniors who signed on Sunday. And- Zion's now going to Pitt as he's been through that process. He's originally went to Pitt. Now he's back at Pitt. So, again, Jaden Bonds to Ohio State, London Robinson to Princeton, Champ Long to Maryland, Eric King to Temple, and now Zion Fowler is going to the University of Pittsburgh. So, let's now talk about what happened this week in the program, and again, as we talked about in the beginning, there's a lot to dissect, a lot of a lot of good good things, good results to talk about within the program. But first, oh, we gotta talk about the hockey team. Oh, oh and five now, ladies and gentlemen. Oh and five to start the year. They had two matchups this week. They first went on the road to St. Joe's Metuchen. And usually there's more teams able to beat St. Joe's Metuchen, but St. Joe's is now 3-0 to start off the year. And the big concern for the Marauders, again, another low shot out per game. They only had 10 total shots on that. They would get shut out for the third consecutive game. They would fall 2-0. Santa Petroselli had a great performance, 22 saves in net. But again, Marauders could not cash in offensively. In the second game, you know, the Marauders had a much better effort. 
They would hang tough against a top 20 team in the state in St. John Vianney. You know, both teams were winless coming into this contest. But the Marauders would fall 3-1 to one in that one. They would tie the game in the first period of a great face-off win by Brandon Laraga. And then Matt January from the point, bang, delivers a tying goal with 47 seconds left. That would go all the way into the third period. Seven minutes to go. They got the 2-1 advantage and then empty netted to ice it. 30 seconds left. Mikey Lemanowitz, again, the goalies have been sensational for the Marauders this year. Another great performance from Mikey. 40 saves on the contest. But again, I'm, I'm having concerns with this Marauder offense. 17 shots on that. You got to get more pucks on that. You know, more pucks on them, more opportunities to get goals. So, hopefully, you know, with the three games coming up this week, we got St. Joe's Region on Tuesday, Hunter and Central on Thursday, and then on the road against Northern Highlands on Friday. Two of those games are on Barnabas home ice. So, they got to take advantage. You got to try to get some wins. Especially now, St. Joe's is a team that you've been the last couple times now. You got to win that game. And then just try to take advantage of Hunter Central and Northern Highlands out of conference matchups. The basketball team, they started their Hudson County League schedule against Memorial on the road at West New York. You know, they're supposed to have two Hudson County opponents, but the, the poor weather on Friday, that game got postponed to January 2nd. Again, that's going to be the same day as the ice hockey uh, homecoming night. At Prudential Center. So, again, two games at the same time. Not ideal for me, but, again, it is what it is. January 2nd, the new day against Unit City at the bar at 7 o'clock. But they did take on Memorial on the road, West New York. And D1 Media Pro was on the scene with Staffa Hooten, the head honcho, the boss of D1 Media, was on the call. So, Mustafa... Let's take it away, shall we? Florida in the lane is good. They're working inside. Oh, strong move off the glass. No good. They get the offensive rebound. Put back. Get the hoop and the arm. St. Peter's with the steal. Sends it forward. Basket's good. Shot the ball. Wild pass. Turnover. St. Peter's. Looking forward. Young Peyton with the basket. Peyton for three. Knocks it down. Very loud. Very strong. Drive to the basket. Pump faking in the streets. Getting a hoop and a harm. Good screen. Pin your jumper. It's water. Pin your to the hole. Jumper is good. Quiet the crowd. Misses everything. No call. St. Peter's on the break. Over to Pin your. Pin your for three. Nico Pin your. He's hot right now. Jordan Taylor on the switch. Jumper. Blocked by Pena. Pena. Forward. Rolls the layup. Pena with the rebound. Reverse layup is good. 
Carter, close to a five second, throws it away. Young Peyton. Oh, good pass inside. Kensley gets the roll. Layup, no good. Outlet to Pena. Layup is good. We're going to push the ball back the other way. Over to Peyton. Back to Nico. Three point is good. And that's going to do it. Two, one. And we got a final. So 63 to 36 was your final from West New York. And Nico Pena, ladies and gentlemen, he's been an impact guy for this team. You know, he he's done a tremendous job in these first three games to start off. You know, he's averaging, ladies and gentlemen, just about. 14 points per game. In this contest, he had 23 points, seven rebounds, two steals. You know, Jackson Tindall was out from this game. He might be out for a good stretch of time now. So you need guys like Nico Pena, the transfer from Gil St. Bernard, to step up, and he, he, he did so against more. Matt Kinsler had a double-double, 12 points, 11 rebounds. Payne Miller, again, that's another guy who I'm really liking this game so far. In two of the three games, he had double-digit double, double digit scoring, which is young Payton, as Mustafa likes to call him. Payton Miller, 11 points in the contest as well. So, as I mentioned, that was the only game they had. They are now 2-1 on the season. They're going to head down to Maryland for the Governor's Challenge this week. They're going to take on St. Andrew's Episcopal on Wednesday. And then if they win that contest, they have the opponent to be determined for Thursday. Before they come back up on New Year's Day on Sunday to take on Montclair Immaculate in the New Year's jump off, time and location to be determined. Swimming, again, I, th- this is my favorite team to talk about right now. They are on a, on a roll. They took on state-ranked St. Joseph Matuchin on Monday. They looked to avenge the, the loss they had to them last year. And boy, did they avenge that loss, ladies and gentlemen. 122 to 48. Your final scores and roars absolutely dominated. The team of Frankie Precop, Evan Briggs, Chase Thomas, and Isaac Rivers won the 200 medley relay at a time of 140 12. The team, sorry, not the team. Then we have Will Hines in the 200 freestyle. Winning that race at a time of 148.45 with Tristan Whitworth right behind him in second place at a time of 152.01. And we had to the 200 individual medley. Evan Briggs would win that at 201.67. And the 50 freestyle, David Sawinski would win it at a time of 22.69 with Thomas Gone right behind him in second place at a time of 22.86. In the 100 Butterfly, David Sawinski would win that one as well at a time of 53.01. Chase Thomas coming second at 56 seconds. And then right behind him at 56.54 is Fabio Yepes. So a 1-2-3 finish there for the Marauders. And the 100 Freestyle Race, Frankie Precop would win that at 48.7. With Thomas Gaunt ending up in second place at 49.86. 
in the 500 freestyle. Again, Will Hines is absolutely dominating. He won his race at 447.01. Great job by Will there. In the 200 freestyle relay, the team of Evan Briggs, Chase Thomas, Thomas Gong, and David Sawinski will win it at 131.50. Then we headed to a, the 100 backstroke. Frankie Peacock again. You can hear that name a lot. He's won a lot of races this time around. He would win it at 53.21. Great job by him. And the 100 breaststroke, Isaac Rivers would win it at 103.80. Evan Briggs comes in second with a time of 105.09. And the 400 freestyle relay, the team of Thomas Gong, Fabio Yepes, David Sawinski, and Frankie Peacock would win it at 327.32. We now head to the Christmas break for swimming. And again, they, they won all those races. They won every race. Dominant. They're now 3-0 on the season. And they're now going to be back in action January 6th against SPF, Scotch Plains fan, another state-ranked opponent. But, but let's keep up. They've lost two county opponents already, 0-2 in the year. They're looking to get back on track of well. So, the bar, I mean, not the barn. SPU should be rocking for this swim meet again. Swimming, doing a great job so far. Making their case to one of the top teams in the state. The Bowling team got two Hudson County sweeps as they beat beloved Charter and McNair by scores of a whopping 7-0. Go to 4-2 on the year. And that first matchup against beloved Charter, Andrew Diaz, again, another top performance. 534 on the scale. Captain Gian Cases had a 502, and Luca Barone had a 501 to lead the Marauders. And the matchup against McNair, Rocco Barone, both a 560. Wow, 560 to lead the way. While Gian Cases had a 325, sorry, 525, and Andrew Diaz had a 513 as well. They're also off for the Christmas break. So they're going to be back next Monday when they take on another Hudson County opponent in Hudson Catholic. The wrestling team, they they continued their dominance. They had a try at Faith Christian Academy in Pennsylvania. All right? So keep this in mind. They're taking on one of the top teams in the country, Faith Christian Academy. And on top of that, they're taking on a top five state opponent and another top team in the country in Christian Brothers Academy. So, before we talk about those results, though, I want to give a quick shout-out to Caden Hardy. He got all the way to the finals in the Beast of the East tournament, as we talked about last week. But he lost in the finals to Tyler Knox, St. John Prep in Massachusetts. So, tough loss for him. But, again, great job getting all the way to the finals. That's a great accomplishment in the Beast of the East tournament. All right. Now let's talk about the main event. The matchup against Christian Brothers Academy. This could be, ladies and gentlemen, a non-public final preview. Could be, potentially. And at 106, Sal Boromedi. I mean, this freshman, ladies and gentlemen, he's going to be a big impact at the 106 weights. He won by major decision. It's a four-point victory to start off for the Marauders. Then Giovanni Shishina got a pen at 532. Lana Henry, another freshman, wins by decision at 8 6. 
to give the Marauders a 13-3 lead. Kaden McCarty again got a pin at five minutes to go up 19-3. Before CBA would take a little bit of an advantage here at, at the middle weights, they would win four matches in a row to cut it to 19-17 deficit, but then Max Netherland and Anthony Harris sealed the victory with two pinfalls. Max Netherland with five seconds left to go in the contest. Huh? Big points there by Max Netherland and Anthony Harris to get the Marauders the 31-26 to victory. And then they dominate face Christian Academy 32 to 20. And again, Salvo Ometti, 9 2 decision to go 3 0. Jake Tallarico got a pen to make it 9 0. Ron Henry, major decision, four points, 11 3. Kane Richardi, major decision, 17 6. Donovan Chavis, 20 6. Jonathan Fuller, 23 6. And you know, Faith Christian tried to close in late, but then again, the dynamic up away duo of Max Neville and Anthony Harris would get those victories to win 32 to 20. Again, this team, ladies and gentlemen, they, they were ranked, I believe, six now in the top 20. This could be the year that the Marauders get the non public title. It could be the year, but again, got a long way to go before that. They will have two individual tournaments this week as they compete in the Sam Cali Invitational and the Powdery Tournament. So I want you guys to stay tuned for next week's podcast to get all of those results. So now, let's talk about fencing. Yes, fencing. They got their first victory at the barn. You know, they had three results last week to talk about. Two close losses and a dominant home win to start their campaign at the barn. Let's talk about the two losses first. They lost 15-12 to at Livingston. At Sabre, you had a Logan Dunkel going 0 for 1. Ty Flott, the senior captain, going 2 of 1. So, again, that's two wins, one loss. Antoine Hortelo Barzek got a loss. Elijah Jones, two losses. Maxwell Hoying, a win and a loss. So, three wins from Sabre there. For Foyle, you had two wins from Brendan Rodley, two wins from Eli Watson, and then two wins from Eli Anderson. As well, get six wins from Foyle. At Epi, you had one win from Becca Johnson Walters, one win from Justin Scherer, and one win from Johan Vargas. In the matchup against Melbourne, Ty Flat, absolute dominant three win sweep. Antoine Hurtado Barzak got a win. Luca Mendoza got a win. Nicholas Gabich got a win as well to get more than six wins. At Saber, at Foil, you had Eli Watson getting a win and Eli Anson getting two wins. Again, Eli Anson and Ty Flat, the seniors, showing what it is to be dominant in the defense field. And then in Epi, you had Ryan Devon getting the victory, Lucas Johnson getting a victory, Becca Johnson Walters getting a victory, and Justin Schur getting a victory as well. So in the matchup against Gunnar Larson, they win 18-9. I fought two wins. Antoine Hurtado Barzak with a win. Elijah Jones with a win. Nick Skabich with a win. And Maxwell Huang with a win as well. But six wins on Epi on foil. Joseph Rojas would get a win. 
Brendan Raleigh got two wins. Eli Anderson with two wins. You get five for Foyle. And then at Epi, Lewis Carrera with a win. Ryan Devon with a win. Lucas Johnson with two wins. Justin Scherer with a win. Johan Vergis with a win. And Niall Zaki with a win to get seven wins on Foyle. No, sorry. On Epi for your fencing marauders. So, they're going to be back at home on January 3rd at the barn. One and two records off the year. Let's see if they go to 500 when they take on Newark Academy. So, last but not least, track competed last week at the Bishop Lockdown Games of Staten Island. And the sophomore 55-meter dash, Andres Perez, would win first place by... One hundredth of a second at 6.88. So great job, Andres Perez. Corey Greenfield in sixth place. And the freshman 55-meter dash, Neko Luzzi Liggins. Sorry, Neko Ludzi Liggins got second place. Hunter Watson got fourth place. And Noah Terry in tenth. And the sophomore 100-meter dash, Andres Perez again got second place. And the freshman 300-meter dash, Hunter Watson got fourth. Matthew Petko got tenth. And the varsity 600-meter run, Del Lindsay got ninth, and Eddie DeBella 11th. And the sophomore 600-meter run, Jason Peterson got fourth. And the freshman 600-meter run, Aiden Dunn got second. And the varsity 1,000-meter run, Taramaran got fifth, with Danny Kramer in 12th. And the sophomore 1,000-meter run, congratulations to Tommy O'Brien, got first place one by 500 of a second at 244.58, with Aiden Prucher in eighth. And the freshman 1,000-meter run, Cheyenne Hurley got fifth with Eli Farmer in 12th. And the varsity 55-meter hurdles, Chad Trammell got fourth. And the sophomore 55-meter hurdles, Corey Greenfield got first place at a time of 8.25. At the varsity 4x400 team got 10th. The freshman 4x400 team got first place at a time of 3.47.96. The varsity 4x800 team got third place. And the varsity shot pro, we got Brendan Montemayor at fifth and Mason Simmons in sixth. So, congratulations to all those track guys. And they're going to next compete on Tuesday at the Ocean Breeze Holiday Festival and the NJCTC Championships on Friday. So, that's going to do it for all of the results of this week. So, now, before we reveal. Who is the Marauder Player of the Week Award recipient? We had an announcement from student club president, Ben Ellis-Tayork, State of the Marauder Sports Supporters Club, who has an announcement to the current student body. So, Ben, let's take it away, shall we? Hey, everyone. This is Junior Ben Novoselk, the president of the State of the Marauder Sports Reporters Club. If you're a student at St. Peter's Prep and you want to get involved with sports media broadcasting, come to one of our club meetings. Dates and times of the meetings will be published on the daily announcements. But if you want more information, you can just email me at novaseolagb24 at students.spprep.org. We look forward to seeing you guys. Oh, and thank you for that announcement again. We were on vacation this week, so we couldn't be on in Spain. Uh, I can't wait to hear what he has to say about the hockey team. <laughs> about all the people who are going to come back to the podcast. But I 
again, if you're shooting them prep, don't come back from break. Make sure you check out our meeting in the Brownick Center every day during community period right after homework. So, it's time, ladies and gentlemen, my favorite time podcast to reveal the winner of this week's Marauder Player of the Week Award. Again, we'll talk about this week's nominees. We have Kane Miller from Basketball, Annie McCarty from Wrestling. Theodore McCarthy, track, and Evan Britt. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's get the rum roll, please. And the winner. Also, I want to thank everybody. Like, a lot of votes came in. About a thousand plus votes. The winner had 71% of the votes. So, the winner. From the wrestling team, Aiden Riccardi. Congratulations to Aiden for winning the award this week. Now, four nominees. We have five nominees this week. Five. First up, we got Nico Pena from basketball, Frankie Precop from swimming. Sal Boromedi from wrestling. Ty Fla from fencing. And last but not least, Andres Perez from track. Five great nominees. They all did successful things this week. Make sure you vote for who you think should be this week's Marauder Play of the Week. Again, make sure you go on the app, the all-exclusive home, for your Marauder Play of the Week voting. It would end on New Year's Eve at 11.59 p.m. You can only vote once, so make sure you vote for who you think should be this week's player of the week. Well, ladies and gentlemen of the jury and those listening on the podcast, I want to thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. Continue to spread the word, at least stay the Mars podcast, by sharing our social media profile. Again, at SOT Mars. And continue to check them out for all the latest updates, even with the holidays here. Christmas break, New Year's Eve around the corner. We're still going in Stand Mars podcast. We're still providing all exclusive content for your St. Peter's Prep Mars. We'll be back on the docket again next week to recap another week of St. Peter's Prep Mars action. Thank you to everyone again. And as always, let's. Go. Crap. Hey, this is senior wrestling captain DJ Chavis. You're listening to the State of Marauders podcast, the only podcast that covers St. Peter's Prep Athletics.